The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app TrueConnect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of TrueConnect exclusively for Raider Nation. You're listening to the Raiders Podcast Network, your official home for all things silver and black. Daniel Jeremiah is our next guest, and uh, he joins us after taking a break from some of his draft media that he's doing today. But uh, you as the color commentator, DJ, for the Chargers, you've worked very closely with Tom Telesco. And by the way, hello. I, 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 we're just rolling through. We're doing pressers. It's a big day for us. But um, you've, you've worked very closely. And uh, I wanted to bring you on just to ask you, what is this team getting in Tom Telesco? Well, first of all, it's great to see you, Amber. It's uh, it's someone that I've gotten to really know over the last six or seven years. I didn't, I knew of Tom uh, for a long time, but didn't get a chance to really get to know him until I uh, start doing these Charger games and get a chance to spend a lot of time with him. You know, traveling with the team, being around them on the airplane and and uh, and hotels, and we've become pretty close. And what I'll say is, the Raiders are getting somebody that's a great a human being. Uh, you know, I know uh, a lot of times people get hired and they always say the same. Hey, he's a better person than he is at whatever job that he does. <laughs> but it's it, it's legitimately true. Like Tom cares about people. He cares about the people he works with. He is an incredibly hard worker. Um, he puts everything he has into it. And I think that he'll earn the respect of everybody in that building. You know, you guys will see it as soon as, as he's in there, you're going to see how hard he works and how well he gets along with everybody. Um, he's a good leader. He's just, a, he's a good guy. Uh, and I'm excited for him. Uh, I hate to see him uh, stay inside the division, uh, call him the charger game, see him go to the Raiders, but uh, I'm happy for him and his family. No doubt. Well, uh, Amber, I'm not sure if you know DJ and and I are both six one nine guys from San Diego. I know so, San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah guys. we go. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I remember DJ. Good to talk to you, man. Uh, what, what? Good to see you. Like when you're talking about building a team. I mean, he has some superstar mm-hmm. players out there. What does a uh, you know Tom Telesco kind of team roster look like? Well, you know, first of all, he's uh, he's been able to identify the most important position, which is the quarterback position. Now, he got to the Chargers. Phillip Rivers was in place. Uh, but then, you know, every year doing your homework on quarterbacks and try and find that next guy. And, you know, you kind of look where the Raiders are positioned right now. Um, Aiden O'Connell did some nice things last year. He's going to have to decide, is this where you want to move forward here? Or do you want to try and identify somebody uh, potentially in the draft or free agency? But from his time around Peyton Manning uh, with the Colts to his time around Phillip Rivers and then Justin Herbert, he's he knows what it looks like to find, you know, that right quarterback. So that's where it all starts with team building. And then after that, um, you know, finding impact players, um, uh, you know, throughout the draft, finding guys that are, you know, that are playmakers. He's been able to to do that at all different positions. So, look, everybody that that does this long enough, you're going to be able to pull out a player here, a pick there and say, man, you like to have that one back. Uh, but that's that's true for everyone. But but I think he does have an idea of how to properly build a team and, and the teams he's been with have all been built through the quarterback. So I would think that's going to be the first order of business. When you look at his draft strategy versus his free agency strategy, which you've historically seen from him working with him, how does that balance usually work out? 
Well, I think they've tried to use uh, both avenues. You know, the offensive line, if you go back um, and, you know, you watch that division, if you go back three or four years ago, towards the end of Phillip Rivers' career, the offensive line had kind of fallen apart. You know, they had had a real dominant group during the years where they were really rolling, um, you know, when the earlier portion of Phillip Rivers' career, then the offensive line talent had had a little bit of a drain. But they really kind of fixed it in in one offseason. You know, Corey Lindsley came in. They paid him a lot of money as a center. He came in and established the interior of the offensive line. They drafted Rashawn Slater, who was uh, an all-pro his, his rookie year. And then they filled in around him. Filer was a free agent who came over from the Steelers. Um, they found a Jamari Sawyer later on in the draft. But they did a good job of using, you know, the different avenues to address the same position. Um, and they did it at the receiver position. You had, you know, they've done a really good job. Um, and that should be encouraging to Raider fans of drafting wideouts from Mike Williams to Keenan Allen uh, to Josh Palmer, who's been a really good young player. He's got a, a really good eye for that. Hey, uh, you've been around this game a long time, and uh, have you ever seen an interim coach catch fire with I think the whole <laughs> building here is on fire for AP? Uh, have you ever seen something like that before? Who was a linebacker's coach, not a coordinator. <laughs> like, he could have picked a coordinator. Mark Davis could have picked a coordinator. He just went and got a position yeah. coach and then just took fire. Now he has the job. Yeah, I mean, there's been times previously where interim coaches have come in and had some success. You know, the thing I would equate it to the the closest comparison, and it's not perfect, uh, but Dabo Sweeney was, uh, I think, the receivers coach at Clemson. And they had a firing that took place and they promoted him to be the head coach. He went on to win, you know, a couple national championships, had that Clemson, you know, went on a decade long run. And it was not expected when that promotion was made that he would be the permanent coach. But his enthusiasm that he brought in his own way on the offensive side of the ball at the collegiate level kind of reminded me of that being in the building there in Vegas and seeing not just the energy that AP brought to the, you know, to the staff and to the players, but you could feel it just walking around in the stadium. You know, when I, when I went and spent some time with Eric there in the pregame before that game, that place was juiced up. I mean, there was a lot of energy that he brought and it translated to the way they played. And I, I'm just happy to see the guy get rewarded, you know, because I think he said it best. I don't, and I won't quote him word for word, but when asked, you know, what about your resume? And he said, my resume is on that field. Like I, I just gave you my resume. You got to see what my resume looked like. And I thought that was a perfect answer. It was. I think that one in uh, Raiders versus everybody is the two quotes that were <laughs> that were stand out from him. Um, I know, you. as I said, you're doing a lot of draft media today. You are one of the leading draft experts in the country over there for NFL media. You do such great work. Um, I have to ask you, what do you foresee the Raiders doing at pick number 13? I know that the Raiders don't have an offensive coordinator yet. You don't even know what system uh, they're going yeah. to have. But just knowing the situation they're in, watching them from last year, knowing Antonio Pierce, if you could predict anything. I would predict, um, let's just say offense. Can I just do the vaguest, easiest way to do it and say uh, this defense is in pretty good shape. They can add to it. Uh, but I think offensively, you know, obviously the quarterback position, you have to do your homework on who's going to be there. The top three guys are going to be gone. Uh, you can explore the the cost of potentially moving up at this point in time. I don't see any of those three teams at the top being willing to get out. So now you're doing your homework on that next tier of quarterbacks, which would be three guys. Um, you're talking about Bo Nix from Oregon, who I, I like a lot as a player. J.J. McCarthy would come into the mix um, uh, out of Michigan, and then Michael Penix from Washington. Those would be three quarterbacks you got to really hone in on, do your homework on. 
Um, and then I think offensive line would be the, uh, the next area that I would look. Um, and there's a, it's a loaded offensive line class. All right, Daniel Jeremiah, thanks for taking some time out of your day to talk to us. I hope to see you soon, my friend. Uh, good to see both of you. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to the Raiders Podcast Network. For all things silver and black, download the Raiders app and visit Raiders.com.